it's much better. Um, those of you in TV land um, have no idea why it's better, but uh, I tried to record us at the end, so you'd have got like the 30-second-ish intro, two hours of dead air, the 30-second-ish uh, uh, outro, and then all of us recording. Now, the truth is we could have just kept going from where we started, and I would have just had to like time warp it all the way back to the beginning. But you're lazy. Oh, fuck yes, I'm lazy. <laughs> this is the new Utah podcast. <laughs> this isn't some fucking fancy Joe Rogan experience where I have professional editors doing all my shit for me. This is that dude makes so many fucking podcasts. Like I don't I, I like listening to his podcast because I like his interview style, but I can't keep up, dude. They're like there's they're like four or five, two to three hour shows a week. But if you had somebody producing the whole thing and you didn't have to do anything. Well, and it's a big part of like his income now is that whole deal with YouTube and the podcast and everything else. So, but still, like I can't listen to that many episodes. I So I, I'm getting very selective in who I listen to, which is disappointing because I found some gems. I've also found somewhere I started listening and like 20 minutes in, I'm like, this guy is a fucking kooky motherfucker. I do not. <laughs> she is like. Like this one interview he was doing with some like UFO lady and she's like, well, you got to read the book. I'm like, really? You're on a fucking show and he's asking you questions and you keep just trying to hawk your book. Like, which is fine, but then you still got to answer the questions. Yeah. You're going to be boring as hell. Yeah, two hours of that. It's not fun to listen to. So I just turned that shit right off. <laughs> but he did like an hour with Bernie Sanders, which was a really fantastic format. That for was a good episode. Yeah, He, he did uh, an episode with Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, which I got to tell you, after listening to the Tulsi Gabbard episode, that was uh, that the episodes he's doing with these presidential candidates is probably the best chance you're going to get to know what their real platform is and what their real like core belief system is. Because he did one with uh, what's that? Uh, Jason Yang as well, whose like entire purpose of running is the the uh, standard minimum payment or whatever it's called what the hell's the minimum wage? wage no 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 not minimum no, wage it's like an income thing um oh that everybody should get so much yeah. money a year the, the thing is fucking evading my mind now um anyway it doesn't matter he's not gonna win i don't even know if he's still in the running if aaron yang's still doing it but he those th that kind of format is fantastic for listening to political candidates so uh, anyway, this is the New Utah Podcast. Um, you are hearing Holly uh, on the show. Hi, everyone. Um, Jessica is not with us tonight, unfortunately. She's really bummed about it. Uh, but how bummed can you stay if you have to spend an extra night in Hawaii is really my question. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I would not be so sad. So Jess, and I'm sure she'll talk about it next week. Um, she took kind of a kind of a spur of the moment vacation, like... Less than a month planning, I think, mm -hmm. and went to Hawaii for a week um, and uh, uh, by herself, which is pretty, that's what she does. So, well, I, her cousin is there. Yeah, her cousin is there. So it wasn't like she was just entirely by herself. Um, but so anyway, uh, we, I don't know. I haven't heard from her if she's been on a flight or not. I think she was supposed to take off around seven our time tonight i thought she was arriving no at seven our time. i thought it would got bumped to even later than that because uh, yeah last last i had talked to her it was three hawaii time which would have been seven our time tonight and then she has a, like a 10 hour layover yeah basically California. overnight in san oh. francisco mm -hmm. that's and, and the whole reason that the flight attendants had been worked too late and they had to rest that is fucking airline fault right there. That is, it is true. overbooking your... And I hope they compensated her Oh, I'm sure they did. Well. 
because uh, that is not an act of God. That is your poor decision as an airline uh, with the way you work your employees. So I have a friend that's a flight attendant, and he's on more than one occasion this has happened. And they, because they do, they have to rest for so long. And I don't think people really understand they're actually working the whole time. You're sitting in your chair just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, no, it's that's that's work time. But I agree. I think that that was the airline's poor planning and. Well, and those are federal regulations. Absolutely. That they, that they have to have that amount, that amount of rest. It's the same kind of regulations that the pilots have, that the truck drivers have. So uh, they're, they're very much, because people don't think about it. Like, she's serving you a drink. She's also serving the other 200 fucking people on the plane a drink and dealing with the assholes that maybe aren't you. And if they are, <laughs> you stop being an asshole because it's a pain. Uh, and that's like one thing that they do. But what people, a lot of people don't realize is like they start serving by the time they're done serving, they then have to go collect garbage from everyone. Mm-hmm. They get like maybe 15 minutes on a longer flight before they have to get up and fucking do it again. And most flights, they're, by the time they're doing that first, done with that first garbage service down the aisle, they're now cleaning up the cabin and like preparing it for fucking landing. Right. Absolutely. So it's not. It's not an easy job that they have. It's it's a pain in the ass. And they may have two, three, four flights a day, depending on. Oh yeah, they just go the leg to leg to leg. It's yeah. ridiculous. And so that counts, like that flight from L.A. to Hawaii. That's a what three and a half hour flight or something, four hour flight. It's four hours they're on. So it's a little crazy, but it is stupid on the airlines' part if if they're not timing it right for those breaks. Mm-hmm. So. Well, they should have been fresh attendance right so that they could then make or if their attendance just on a return yeah if they they flew out and they were flying back but that is apparently not the case so bad on that airline i don't even know what airline it was so not many fly out there so quite a few actually fly Mm -hmm. to home because she flew to maui right three or four i I thought she went to maui so um anyway um we'll let jess talk about that uh next week so sorry we couldn't have her on uh and then allison was perhaps going to join us but uh the tuesday farmers market's in full swing so we'll 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 talk about some stuff for her instead um uh, it is also the last uh day of the month for us the last recording of the month which means we're going to be doing our infamous Utah segment. Dun, dun, dun. And I changed the calendar. That's twice this whole year. That Huzzah. Two times in a row. In a row. <laughs> now I have <laughs> the most breaking important news that everyone needs to know about. So on Saturday, Brie ran a marathon. She ran a, ran I didn't a run a marathon. She ran I ran a 5K. A 5K. Which I could not run. Uh, it was to uh, help uh, Team RWB. Uh, the proceeds were going to Team RWB, which is a... Uh, uh, group that supports returned military veterans that Bree and I are a part of. Um, I could not participate because my foot is still pretty fucked up. Uh, I, I ran to take a picture with everyone and my foot was like swollen the rest of the day. Uh, so that was awesome. Um, but I did volunteer. Uh, and so I ate like five ice cream sandwiches cause Bree ran a 5k for me. <laughs> that makes sense. One for each K. That's yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. That's she fair. ran five kilometers and I ate five ice cream sandwiches because she wasn't eating them. That's pretty fair. Yeah. She burned off my calories. Isn't that how it works? <laughs> now, that's not the important part. So on our way home, so this was out in Lehigh, um, out on like in the west side of Lehigh, like kind of by Redwood Road. So on the way home, I'm like, you know, Nick Passy, uh, we talked about it a, a week ago when, when they were on the show. Uh, he was playing at Petapalooza, which is a giant adoption event at the Viridian Event Center, basically the West Jordan Library City Square area. Uh, and I'm like, babe, let's, let's go say hi to Nick. Let's go to the pet adoption because we're now in the market to start looking for a dog. 
So we get there, and after we find parking in the courthouse, like, forever away, because there was so much crap, uh, so many people there, we start looking at the dogs, and we find these cool-looking hound dogs, and then... Like chupacabras or something. <laughs> I don't know what they were called. They were <laughs> like, like a long C name. Louisiana <laughs> Chattalua hounds or something. They're yeah. really, really pretty hound dogs, similar to a... Uh, um, uh, the fuck is the the dog that they use to sniff out dead bodies a lot? Um, the bigger, taller one, bloodhound. bloodhound. Very similar to a bloodhound. Not all they hound didn't dogs look like a hound, like a bloodhound, but they were similar to them. Well, similar to them in in like full grown body shape, yeah. and they're they were from Puerto Rico. I'm pretty sure because I had seen them online. Really cute dogs. When we were looking around. We saw a couple pit bulls that we liked. And what, Jeremy? You can talk on the mic. It's okay. I was just. Can I'm motioning towards the clock, the clock so you can see the time. It's just one of those things we can keep track of her. Yeah, sorry, I didn't put it back. That's all right. That's all right. Last week with Paul Colgan, we did a special outside yeah. recording. You so can the push studios. it up further well, no, so it's not on the edge. you have not pushed the tables together enough and there's a big, huge gap. Yeah, it's okay. Well, normally I set the little thing in it. So anyway, um, <laughs> stop talking about setting your thing and things. So... We uh we found a puppy that we really liked. She is a lab pit bull mix. And the best part about that is we can call her a lab mix and not feel guilty. The thing is, if you call a dog a pit bull mix, you can't put them up in most daycares, in most doggy day camps. Um, she has found everything on the floor possible. She's in the studio with us now. She's 12 weeks old and already... She's 17 Holly pounds. and I have already pulled three things from her mouth. Yeah, she is just collecting anything <laughs> loose on the floor and putting it in her mouth. And she has like 12 toys in here. That's the thing. Like, she's just wandering she's, around. She found our missing adapters. That's yeah. something. So, uh, if you hear squeaks in the background, if you hear um, animals being choked to death, that's the dog. So, she's really sweet. Uh, we got her. Um, Cause is so the story behind her. This is funny. Um, Cause is a is a rescue organization here in Utah. The Community Animal Welfare Society or something I think is what it stands for. They do a bunch of rescues um, and they have a big foster program. Now Amy Do- Amy Donaldson, who's a, a sports reporter for, does she still work for the Deseret News? Yep. And um, Ed Brass, who's an attorney, they foster a lot of these dogs. Uh, and she had posted up on Twitter like two weeks ago a picture of these beautiful pit bull mix puppies named Thelma and Louise. And Brian and I saw them, and we were like, oh, my God, let's find out if they're adopted. So I messaged Amy, and then Amy broke my heart. And said they've already been adopted. So, But I found out she was doing them through Cause, and I looked up on Cause, and Cause had all, like, these other three or four other pit bull mixes listed. And I'm like, they have to be from the same litter. Like, they're the same exact age from the looks of them. They have similar markings. She was an exception because she's a tawny, and all the others were like a black and white Well, there's one other tawny, a girl tawny and a boy tawny. And the boy tawny wasn't listed on their site. So it turns out she's in a litter of 11. Holy crap. Which I didn't know, but 10 to to 12 is not unheard of for golden labs. labs. So, uh, But her mom and dad were both black-colored labs. Animals, and uh, she's Tawny, and she had a brother who was Tawny. So at the event, we uh-huh. adopted her and a little a family with a little girl, like about eight years old, adopted her brother Finn, and uh, uh-huh. then we we're at PetSmart because we needed to get supplies for this large animal, meaning <laughs> puppy food for her and a bed, and, and, a bed and and we had to go get a crate, you, and we got the little coupons that they give like adoptive parents, you know, mm-hmm. so you get discounts. 
and we didn't have we don't have a crate that big because we don't have the kennel that Leah was in. We've got the giant playpen uh, from Leah from a couple years ago, but that's not really the same as a crate. Yeah, it's just it's like you could put it outside and put her in it or something. Um, so we had to go get all that. But while we're there at PetSmart, uh, we run into a family uh, with these two girls and this dad, and they're like. Did you just adopt her? Is her name Taya, which is what her name was? It's now Phoebe Rose. Like we don't just gloss past that. That took a lot of a lot of thought. (laughs) Taya? No, Phoebe Rose. Rose. Yeah, it took a lot of back and forth with the girls too over Snapchat. Uh, But they're like, (laughs) we adopted her sister Bella. So then I found the picture of her and six of her siblings out of the (laughs) eleven. They're all beautiful dogs. But anyway, so that's. That's the story, and so if you if Bree disappears for a little bit, it's because of her. So this will be kind of a common theme of our podcast now because we have to have her in in here because she's she's not allowed old. to be alone, and she gets has to be in the kennel all day, and I'm not going to lock her up again while we're down here. So yeah, she has to. Spend she's actually being really good. She's just yeah, and she's been able to hold hold her uh, bowels and her pee, uh, which is pretty impressive. I mean, she's a big dog, so they they are able to do that a lot quicker than the little dogs. I can't even do that. She's way smarter, too. Like, she's already learning her new name. I got like two hours max of me from a whole my piece, so <laughs> I don't know how the dogs do it, because Chopper does it now, too. But, man, it was uh, it's a challenge. So so anyway, that was uh, that's 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 been our weekend. Um, that's probably going to be the story for us for a couple of weeks here, honestly. Yeah, we'll probably have puppy stories so far. She's only destroyed a trash can, and it was one that I didn't really care about, so I got to buy a new one. So that should be here Friday. And We've had her for three days. She's already destroyed a trash can. <laughs> well, to be fair, she managed to get it while she was in her kennel, like wedge it into her kennel, pull the bag out, and luckily it was pretty empty. So That's not bad. Yeah. And then today I get surprised with a jar of delicious... Fresh honey. Yep. So we harvested this weekend on Sunday, and we got about six and a half quarts. So we're pleased. Seeing as how last year we did get our first harvest, and then we lost the bees, and the year before we got absolutely nothing. So I'll take it. We left enough that if, as long as nothing crazy happens, we should as long be able to. you don't have wasps attack the colony. Yeah, whatever. We should be able to get a later fall harvest, as long as the weather cooperates. I made Jeremy promise that if we could, we could go help this time. Nice. I'd be happy to help. So yeah, we're super excited for our harvest. So it was good. I opened the jar and tasted it, and it was delicious. It's, it's a light one. It's light very color, different very from, light. from a couple years ago for sure. Because we don't ah, have ah, the, don't eat that. We don't have the farm behind us. So I'm sorry, yeah, Jeremy, stop. don't eat that. Don't eat that. Stop it. <laughs> so we don't have the farm behind us anymore. So it, the older honey was primarily alfalfa. This is I don't know what. This is just all neighborhood gardens and i guess yeah hopefully not i mean it could be like the the honey that's coming out of downtown seattle that is a mixture of flowers from the flower stands at the farmer's market and the gum wall gum from the gum wall holy shit there were so many bees the gum wall was just swarming with bees that's so gross (laughs) (laughs) they were it's okay babe she just was trying to get her thing so so anyway uh, i'm glad to have the honey um, the dog is being disruptive. This is, this is, a, this is not going to work for me. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that works. It's like a doggy binky. So, uh, what about you, Holly? Do you have anything fun? We haven't talked to you in a while. Have you done anything fun recently? Um, no. And your brother's one of us and he doesn't ever talk to you either. Probably. I don't know. We text a lot. We yeah. text probably at least two, three times a week. Um, 
In October, I know this is way, way in advance, but in October, I am going with Jess to the uh, Wendover um, muse- Airplane Museum. You're going to gonna do- go smoke pot? I'm going to go smoke pot. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, no, we're going to go to the Wendover hangar and do a ghost investigation. Ooh. It's a fundraiser that they do- have been doing every year to help to restore the museum and all of the different buildings there. That's really cool. I'm so... Well, it's almost September, so October is not that far off. No, I'm so excited. I don't excited. think that's too far in advance to announce. No. So it's the 19th. Uh, I think tickets are still available if anybody is interested. Um, it Who, is... Who's doing it? Is it M&L? Yes. I think they had a group that did it last year, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. And one of the cool things that I found out is that in the hangar... Um, which I don't believe that we will be able to investigate this year, but we'll at least be able to walk through and, and take a look. Uh, there was a story that I heard about in elementary school about a little girl. She was about 11 and she lived in Hiroshima and she can, she developed, <laughs> oh boy, she developed, uh, leukemia after the bomb was dropped. And an old Japanese story is that if you fold a thousand paper cranes, you will be healed. So she got her thousand paper cranes. She started folding. folding, um, And then other people started sending in cranes to her. Unfortunately, she still died of cancer. She still died of cancer. But her family has been donating some of those thousand cranes to different memorial museums. Oh, that's really cool. So I am so, I mean, I am excited and that may offend people by putting it that way, but I am excited and humbled to be able to go and see those and yeah, just, that's really cool. I'm so that's one of the things I'm really excited. See for. that that's something I would be excited to go do because look, if you're a listener of this show, you know I don't believe in that bullshit, and I'm, I try to be nice about it because I'm surrounded by people that that do have some belief in it, and one that started a whole fucking society thing about it. That's uh, right. <laughs> and if Jess were here, she's an active participant all the time, such as this this one that you're talking about. But I would go to do that because that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really cool bit of stuff. And this is the airbase where the planes that actually dropped then the bombs. Day. Yeah, were were stationed. Were stationed at, and so, um, so that's one of the big reasons why it's one of the most haunted airbases that's not in use. Allegedly, but is, allegedly, <laughs> for those unbelievable. Um, so yeah, I'm totally excited for that. And yeah, other than that, I've just been also disclaimer. I didn't grow up in a fucking haunted house like some people did. That's true. (laughs) It's true. When you grow up in the haunted house, there's, there's no, there's no going back. You just like, look, I've seen some shit growing up that was unexplainable and it was in my house. So it wasn't like someone told me a story exactly i woke up and there was this thing at the foot of my bed awesome that's great so what it looked like it was a little girl that's so fucked up same one Bree saw like 20 years later <laughs> after <laughs> we moved out creepy the creepy girl in the window anymore. yeah you guys were yep. even living there i was just driving sean by and i was like we drove by and i'm like did you see that she's like i don't know did you see that like, did you see that girl in the window yes so, I mean, that's it's, uh, Holly's friend. So that's cool. right. We're we're like this. <laughs> totally. Were you tight. so glad BFFs. to leave? Were you so glad to leave that house? Actually, no. I was very sad to leave uh, for many reasons. But then it was afterwards that our mom was like, "Well, 
why didn't you guys investigate it before we left? And I'm like, because nobody was talking about it. And and it's a little too late for it now. So I mean, not really. Just go knock on the door. Hi, we used to live here. We live here for like poltergeist in the basement. Do you mind if we check it out? You know, we just want to ask it some questions. It's fine. You just go and knock on the door and be like, We used to live here when we were kids. You ever notice some weird shit? And if they say fuck yeah, this place is haunted, then you can approach with the let me investigate it because we, we do that now. Uh, and if they're like, you're fucking crazy, then you can believe that you're crazy. <laughs> Those are your that's, two options. That's there's fair. No, there's, there's no, no in other in-between sort of gray area at all. <laughs> that's true. It's been long enough now that it's not like there's a non-disclosure thing that has happened. So there's been like two, there have been like two or three you don't have new to, owners though. You don't have to disclose Ghosts, quote unquote. No one can see me air quoting ghosts. <laughs> you don't have to disclose. You have to disclose if you fucking murdered someone in the house. I think, but you don't. Have to, I don't even know if you have to do. You that. don't even have to do that. Not you in do, the state of Utah. You have to. Not, dis- yeah, not you in have Utah. to disclose if there was a meth lab busted there. Well, I don't think or I, asbestos. I think you would smell it and or see it. Uh, mold. You have to disclose that, but not not, not ghosts. You don't have to disclose murder. We'll talk about that a little later this evening. That's right. Don't disclose Murder. spiritual. No, spiritual occupation. Oh, That's what I'm going to call it. Spiritual occupation. I'm just writing these show notes down. That's right. Um, Jess is going to have to listen to the whole episode to do the blog post. <laughs> Actually, maybe one of us should do it for her. That would be really nice of us. I vote Jeremy. I'm staring at Jeremy. <laughs> I'm just giving Jeremy the look. Like now, now the dog needs to go outside to pee. So. Bree's gone for a while. Yep, Bree will be, Bree will be back later. We can always transition into events. Yeah, I there think we this go. Is, this is a good time to talk about <laughs> events, uh, less about ghosts. Um, so I'm going to talk about a couple, and then I know Holly's been prepped for some of them. So Fanex is coming up. Uh, we talked about it last week, I think, or the week before that. You guys are going, right? Yeah, it's September 5th through the 7th. We have to figure out what to do with the dog who's too young to board, and I don't really feel comfortable leaving her home all day because that's just not fair to her. So we're trying to figure out who we can get to watch a puppy that they have to pay that much attention to. <laughs> are you you're doing the stay or are you just doing the day each day? No, we're just doing the day thing, especially with the dog. We can't stay downtown. I mean, there's just no way. And she's just a little too young for any of the places that board pups to take her uh, that we found, so... We're trying to figure that out now. Uh, we made not really a haphazard decision to adopt uh, a dog, but certainly... Kind of. Well... It happened. It just happened. We, it, we, it was fate. To be fair, we were looking. We we were actively looking, but we were also kind of like, we should probably wait until after Fanex, but then we went to this adoption event and saw her, and I had been looking at her multiple times, and her name was Taya, which is our daughter's best friend's name. That's not her name anymore. It's Phoebe Rose, but still... It was just all these things that were like, and as soon as Bree saw her, and then some other couple was there and was like looking at her, and she started to get mad that they were going <laughs> to take her dog. Like she's that was it. There was no way we were walking away without the dog. So, uh, so we're trying to figure that out. Uh, but Fan X should be a lot of fun. A uh, lot of big names this go around. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming. Tom Holland is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that we're gonna have what the fuck's his name, Kiefer Sutherland. I bet you he doesn't come because he was doing a concert tour in Europe that he had to cancel because oh. he had some shit happen. And I bet you he doesn't show up. They're not going to say that, but apparently he's a singer. A quote unquote, a singer. 
Is he is he like um like Jeremy Renner is a singer? Well, Jeremy Renner I think actually has a chance. I'm thinking like David Hasselhoff. Oh yeah. Well, they love the Hasselhoff in, <laughs> in Europe. Germany. Well, Germany. He's that's the, what I'm saying. He's the one that encouraged them and made them bring the wall down. So <laughs> ask him, he'll tell you that. Yeah, of course he will. No, so he <laughs> suffered a serious injury and he had to cancel all of the three remaining stops in his European tour. This was like um a week ago that oh. this came out, maybe less. Um, so he slipped on the steps of his tour bus and injured a rib. So he's having a hard time breathing and it was impossible for him to sing. I do not know if he'll come here or not then as a result. Like there's a potential that he won't show up. I'm, I guarantee you Fanex wouldn't say anything, um, until it's 100% confirmed like the day of probably they'll say, sorry, his stuff's canceled. Um, but that's another big get that they have. Um, who's some of the others? Uh, I said Tom Holland, didn't I? Mm Mm-hmm. I saw Christina Ricci is uh, coming. Yeah, Christina Ricci's going to be here. Uh, they were saying there's a big announcement for uh, a Doctor Strange cast member coming up here in the next oh. few days. Huh. Um, who are some of the other? Damn it, their fucking website won't load now. The only one I could think of that would be that big would be Benedict Cumberbatch. I would. That would be awesome. I would probably pee my pants just like the dog almost peed in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> uh, Benedict Cumbersnatch. Uh-huh. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see. I'm a little worried because I haven't got my tickets yet, and it's only like a week. A little over a week. About a week, yeah, to go yeah. as, as we record this on the 27th. Um, and usually we have the tickets a couple weeks out and I bought them forever ago. So I am a bit worried that they haven't got their shit together. This, this go around. Do they mail you or is it a digital thing? No, they, they mail them cause they're wristbands. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's uh, right. So, and I bought them forever ago cause I buy them during the loyalty launch era area. Uh, isn't and, that like in March or April? Yeah, it was, it was forever. Ago. It was right after the, the spring show, which I'm still, you know, Fanex doesn't pay a shit. Uh, to talk about them, we just do because it's an awesome Utah event. I don't think I'll go if they have another spring one, unless there's some sort of guest that really is just mind blowing for me. I just don't think it's going to happen. So uh, let's see, Hayden Christensen—that's another big name who's fucking worthless, if you ask me. Uh-huh. <laughs> me. Ah! Bunch of stupid uh, old washed-up uh, boy band stars, Joey Fatone. Joey, the fat one's coming. The fat one's coming. Joey, the fat one's coming. <laughs> um, uh, Chris Kirkpatrick. Uh, who's the guy that plays Cisco in uh, The Flash? He's going to be here. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, um, uh, Tom. Something or other. I can see his face. Oh, yeah. LDP's coming. I forgot Lou Diamond Phillips is coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> John Reese Davies uh, is going to be here. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, for Jake those of you wrestling yes. fans. Uh, Ian McDermott, who is uh, the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine, uh, will be here. Um, Jake the Snake's got to be like 90. Oh, yeah. Katie Sackoff. Uh, and How then, many of the doctors are coming uh, from Doctor Who, if any? I have no idea because I've never watched that show. That is not my, uh, that's not my cup of tea. Part of, you know, I, I would really like to watch Doctor Who, if I'm being honest, but I think the biggest thing about Doctor Who is I don't know where to start. It's been on since the 60s in various iterations, and I don't mm-hmm. know, like, if I want to go start watching it and streaming it somewhere, where do I fucking start? Do I have to, like, pick the start of a Doctor's run and, and go with that and get into it? Or I don't think so. 
I think you could start. I kind of think each episode is its own storyline. Mm-hmm. Generally, kind of like Stargate. Kind of, yeah. Or even Star Trek. You could. I mean, I would start with David Tennant. David Tennant. Mm-hmm. Which who 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 to he start with? Is he's the one to start with, especially for now. If you want to go old school. I would start with Tom Baker because he was the longest running Is that doctor. Like, like 1960s style old like school? Like 1970s. With the fro. The big curly hair, the long scarf. Really? Now, are those actually good episodes? They yeah, really him? are, actually. He does a very good job with them. Because you, you seem like the most informed Whovian that did, I've met, Holly. Did, I, did we ever talk about the scarf? And then, then we, uh, we won't beat this subject too long, but his scarf, why it's so freaking long. Did we ever talk about that on the show? So, so no, what happened? I don't think we've ever had any kind of in-depth conversation about <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Who on so, the show. So they had all of these different colors <laughs> and the producer took the, took all of this yarn, all these colors to the, the, whatever the costume department and said, we need a scarf made out of this. Uh, just pick some colors and put it together. The lady who crocheted, or do you, is that what you do? You need, you need, knit, she knitted, knitted it, whatever. There's both. But she misunderstood. So. She misunderstood <laughs> and she knitted all of it. Like all the yarn they brought her, she knitted the whole thing. And they thought it was so funny that they just went with it. It's like over 12 feet long. It's hysterical. <laughs> but that's why. That's why they just rolled with it. Like, exactly. All right, we got a 12 foot scarf. Let's do it. It'll and Tom fun. Baker was like, yeah, all right. I'll make it work. It's like, whatever, you're still paying me. Exactly. <laughs> this show's not going to last. That's what I, they all said, and here we are. Yeah, 2019, big show. Like the internet. Dogs bark, barking mm-hmm. at the door for no reason. That's good. Over there. Uh, so, uh, and then um, I wanted to talk about this. I threw this up there. Um, both of these, actually, I threw up there. So RSL, uh, I know this is way out of order, and so Jess might freak out a little bit, but that's okay. Um Arcel's doing really well. Uh, we're second place in the West right now uh, to LAFC, who no one in their fucking right mind is going to catch, even if they bomb out for the rest of the season. Yeah, They're like 20 points ahead of everyone on the table. That's probably not the right number, but it's pretty close. Um, they've got more points than any other team, I think, mm-hmm. has ended with already, and we still have several games left. Um, but So Arcel's doing well in the standings, um, but there's a very special thing happening on the 25th of September. There's only... I think three more home games left uh, this season. Uh, I think that's the last of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that home game, they're going to be honoring Javi Morales in the 2009 championship team. That's and awesome. The team posted they're going to put his name in the rafters next to Jason Christ, which if anyone knows anything about RSL, they retired Jason Christ's number, and it's up there in the rafters with his name above the press boxes. And to say they're going to put Javi's name up there tells me they're going to retire his number, but they're saying they're not going to retire his number. So I don't really understand what they're doing. That's like a half-assed celebration of a dude that's an icon for the club. What's the point then? Yeah, so I don't know what exactly they're going to do. Uh, I guess we'll see. Um, But either way, it's going to be a big celebration. It'll also be basically like it's Nick Nick Romando's last home game. Mm Mm-hmm. Just got an update from Jess. Her plan was delayed again. She's still in Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> well, the worst part about that is because, like, you get there, you're waiting for the plane, and now you're stuck at the airport. So you're not even, like, exactly enjoying Hawaii. Because no. You're, you're stressed the fuck out. You want to go home. You may not want to go home, but you're, you, like, she was supposed to be at work today, I think. Oh, yeah. She was supposed to be home last night. Well, you're night. in the yeah. mindset of, okay, well, and then I think she got to the airport, like, two in the morning. I think she's been there since, like, two or three in the morning, wasn't she? And then they rerouted her, so they got her... 
They went to a but hotel. But then they gave her a hotel. But yeah. then they came back from the hotel, rechecked everything, re got all yeah. the, the luggage checked in, and has been sitting there for the last, I have mm-hmm. no idea, three Because she hours. texted me at about, so fi- about five o'clock our time this morning to ask if I would come. And so we chatted for a while, and and I'm like, go get some sleep if you can. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. I feel really bad for her. That's That's got to be a terrible experience. Uh, but anyway, that'll be fun uh, on the 25th. Uh, I would recommend getting your tickets now. The games have not been selling out. Uh, I suspect because they're promoting that one pretty heavily, that game will likely sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, so get your tickets early and you can get better choice of seats. Um, but uh, I go to all the games anyway, so, you know, whatever. That's true. That might not even be the last home game. I might be lying. But that's it's the 25th for sure. And I don't remember. Let me go look who we're playing real quick. It's a Wednesday. Oh, we're playing LA Galaxy. So of course. For sure, you should be. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not the last home game because there's one on the 29th. Um, so there's four left. Uh, yeah, maybe there's four left. I don't know. We're getting close to playoffs, so uh, I think there's only like eight or nine games left in the season. Period. So uh, anyway, um, you have some other events though for us. I do. Uh, so Swiss days are coming up. Uh, this weekend in Midway on Friday and Saturday. Sponsored by Cheesemakers? Yes. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's Did you hear uh, Bill sp- talking about judging the cheese Oh, yeah, because he judged the, the cheese awards. He it's did? Like 79 cheeses. He's like, by the end, I was like, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. That's funny. That is awesome. Oh, that is so cool. That would be good. And that is Utah Cheese Awards. Those are 79 Utah The cheese awards that two years ago mm-hmm. we made fun of. And here they well, are. And here's the reason we and then we talk and then we talked to German about them, uh, the guy who started the whole thing. But the reason we made fun of them is they were like all. What did you just call him? German. German. His oh, I thought you said Jonah. I was like, what? Yeah, Jonah. We talked about it, but we were trying to talk to Jonah, but he was stuck in a well. So, <laughs> so German came instead. Yeah, German came uh, and talked to My us name about is it. German. But we made fun of it because there's a creamery down in like Polygamyville in like whatever Polygamy Town by St. George is out there. Uh, and apparently they have really fucking good cheese. And well, they won, a- like, everything. They won a bunch of stuff. What else do they have to do? I mean, yeah. But they, it's just sold out of, like, this little shack, basically, well, like, outside of the turn. compound. Um, and, and you can't make eye contact with them when you're buying the cheese. No. 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 They, they're short of wearing a burqa. I, I'm pretty sure that's why the FLDS women wear the curtain dresses, because it's basically like a burqa. You don't want to look at them when they're wearing them. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's homely and plain. Never mind. <laughs> Oh, look at something else. And also, so the 12-year-olds look like the 30-year-olds. They're just wearing the same thing. Then they don't feel as bad. Okay, so what really is Swiss Days? So Swiss Days is... I forgot that's what we were talking about. So it's a festival that's held every year. Do they they celebrate hot cocoa? I do believe they serve hot cocoa. (laughs) However, um, so basically a a whole Swiss community has been up there forever and ever. And so they have their Swiss Days like you would have... So Your pioneer days. Do they talk about banking? Perhaps. And they sell a lot the big, of knives. What are the big E. coli? The big E. coli horn thinger. <laughs> Ricola. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, um, are they neutral when they, they talk about things? They, they have, talk to, about be. They have neutral. to be. They absolutely have to be. They're not allowed to take sides on no. it. So if you go up... And you're having an argument at Swiss Days. Do they tell you that you need to stop and leave the country? No, because <laughs> because that would be interfering, and they're not going to do that. So they're just going to let you argue it out, but they're not going to help you decide. They have a room exactly. set aside. They for, send you to for the arguments. Room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
They're like, before you walk in, though, stick all your valuables in our banks. Exactly. And then please take one of our knives as you leave. Yeah. <laughs> They're Swiss. <laughs> They're army. They're fantastic. They make really good Does luggage. Does the Swiss too. actually have an army or is that just... No, they just make knives, knives for armies. For armies. Yeah. And, and for mm-hmm. Boy Scouts. Right. Which and, are an army in and of themselves. But I will That's say this. Swiss brand point. luggage and backpacks are fucking amazing. They do they're know really what they're good. doing. High quality stuff. Because they have all that money that they can invest in high quality <laughs> products. <laughs> Man, Swiss. The, any, if there are any Swiss people that listen to this podcast, they're going to fucking hate us now. We're they so can't sorry. Hate us. We're they, so That's we're true. We're complimenting them. They can't hate us. That's true. They're neutral. Drives and, and good chocolate. So then after that. <laughs> I mean, short of the Alps, the Rocky Mountains really are the best place. <laughs> so coming up in. Uh, to just a little over a week will be the Eat Local Utah, and it'll be running from September 7th. You definitely need 14th. a comma in there. Eat, eat Local Utah? Local Utah. I think we're okay because it's not like it's Eat Local Utahns. That's a good point. It's true. But you could sure take it, like, go out to the dirt and take a big bite out of well, it. Well, you know, Phoebe is. That's right. She pretty much tried she knows to eat some up. ants and some grass and a rock and a spider while we were out there. Um, so you'll definitely want to get your, uh, go ahead and get your passes for that. Um, apparently 2018 was one of the biggest successes they ever had, so they are expecting. Where is it located? So it is everywhere from Salt Lake to Moab. So, and it's, it's more, so Eat Local Week is more, it's less of an event and more of a thing that you should be doing. So, so it's, the, it's like shop local. Yeah, it's very okay. similar. Yeah. So a big big push so the salt lake farmers market is the organization that actually does it mm-hmm. uh and and starts it and kind of gets it going and basically the idea is for that week the challenge is to only eat things that are made from products within 250 miles of where you eat where you live not where you eat their little blurb says uh through a series of activities and events eat local week educates the community about resources for eating locally and increases awareness around food production transportation and access to healthy food so it's a they, they do a lot of stuff with like green urban lunchbox and some other stuff they encourage so go you to, go to farmer to the luke's farm and get some fresh vegetables yeah or go Absolutely. to the go to the market on saturday go to the market on tuesday and pick out some fresh vegetables or go to your local farmer's market yeah, get some get some fresh meat from a local ranch. Mm. Uh, if you want meat, you know, grass-fed beef, lamb, pork, llama, uh, you name it. Fresh Llamas make llama, a great llama, stew. Llama, llama. Fresh eggs from your friend Jeremy. Fresh honey from your friend Jeremy. Hey, Farmer Jack's fresh local eggs are the best eggs you're ever going to have. That's right. Part of this event, they, they actually do stuff with a lot of local restaurants as well, where the restaurants uh, try to serve as much local stuff as they can, um, like the whole farm-to-table concept. Hopefully, they don't fucking give you a six-month-long story about the fucking cow that they massaged and then fed you. <laughs> Hugged peacefully as you know, it was, died. That was a really cool thing. We went to this place in Seattle uh, when we got there, and they had... a. Total farm to table, like oh yeah, 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 like Portlandia, where they have the episode, the farm to table episode of Portlandia, and they're like, well, what was the chicken's name? <laughs> How are the chickens <laughs> raised? And then they end up going to the farm and get like sucked into like the cultish commune. Uh, <laughs> but they, they that restaurant said they buy uh, a, cow a, a cow a week, and the one cow sustains everything they make in the restaurant for that week. That they make out of beef. And and yeah, that they make they out have of the chicken beef. and stuff too. And so that's really cool. Like when they run out at the end of the week of a certain cut of meat, that's they're just out. 
you know, when they don't they don't have five thousand ribeyes in the back, they have how much ever that makes. And, you know, they do a prime rib roast and that lasts as long as the prime rib roast will last, which is two ribs worth of prime rib roast, basically. Mm. Like so there it is it was really a, a, a cool idea and they said a, a a single cow tends to sustain the restaurant for about a week and they changed their menu daily for it. And they had pretty much everything on there. In fact, I think everything on there was local. Well, that was Friday. Yeah, and uh, all their cheese, all their spirits, all that mm. stuff was was local, which is a really cool concept. Um, it's very hard to do. Yeah, hard to maintain, um, but cool. Probably not as hard in a coastal town like Seattle. <laughs> True, as it is in a landlocked. No, place I mean, if all else fails, you just go out and fish, fish a little bit. <laughs> but the real the reality is, I mean, it's kind of a challenge because we're used to doing stuff differently but it's a really good challenge to try and take up to eat only local stuff uh there's a lot of there's a lot of science that suggests eating local is better for you uh local honey especially especially if you have allergies that's what doctors say to to eat is a couple of teaspoons of local honey a day um yeah so so that's coming up and then uh the last thing i have is uh Ben McAdams is continuing to have in-person town halls. Um, on the 29th, he'll be in Kearns. Good old, good old, good old K-Town, right down the street. That's right. Um, and on the 4th, he'll be in Utah County, and he'll be uh, in San Pete and Moroni. So he's continuing to do that. Um, and if you have the chance and you're out there, go ahead and go say hi to him. I've met him in person several times, and he's a very, very cool guy. He's had more town meetings than like half of the legislature combined. Exactly. Because, you know, Jason Chaffetz won. The one that he had that was staged. That was awesome. Or the, I'm you still know, waiting for my uh, reimbursement. Your check. My check. Fucking be Soros uh-huh. better pay up that son of a bitch. That's right. Well, and I, so I know we, we talk shit on a lot of folks. I talk shit on Rep Hutchings all the time, but he, I think, wants to be on the show at some point. So I'm going to continue to talk shit on him, um, <laughs> but we're, we we've had plenty of folks on Sim Gill a couple times. Um, we are happy to have anyone on uh, that that is running for office or is in office and wants to talk. Um, don't make it a giant platform for yourself. That's not what we want to talk about. We promise not to be dicks, mostly. Unless you're a racist, and then you'll get kicked off the show. Then we'll like be just we'll just be a bag full of dicks. Yeah, if you're anti-LGBTQ, um, don't bother either. I don't really want to talk to you unless you're civil about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you tell me some uncivilized shit, then I'll kick you out of my house as well. So, but I'm happy to have conversations with folks and be perfectly perfectly nice to them. Uh, but I'll be voting for Ben McAdams again. So. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, all right. I think that's all the events that I have. I don't think we interrupted you enough. I feel bad. We tried. I know. Um, Even with the dog. Even with the dog, you tried. Holy shit. The dog is like unruly. No, don't eat that. No, stop eating the power cord. Stop it. <laughs> You're going to get electrocuted, dog. Maybe that's She's- what she needs to learn. That's what I keep telling her. That's what I keep telling her with the cat. Like, if you, you're gonna corner the cat eventually, and he's gonna actually swat you. Like, he's so not aggressive. Like, he will sit there and hiss. And like, she was like paw down, standing on him, and he was like, "He's eating. She's eating your flip flop. I told you she was gonna eat it. It's on my foot. She's (laughs) eating it. 
it's on my foot and she started biting it. She's being ridiculous, right? <laughs> so we haven't taken her on her walk yet tonight because we didn't have time. Um, but like in the morning, so how old she is, they recommend no more than 15 minutes. We took her on a 25 minute walk this morning because she's like crazy full of energy and we wanted her to sleep most of the day. Last night we took her on closer to a 15 minute walk and, uh, she did pretty good, but she woke up at 3.30, which is an hour well, before we needed her to wake up. And she she also was like super hyper for the next hour and a half at home, too. So she didn't want to go to bed on time. So we're going to wear her down or this happens. So maybe next Tuesday I need to make effort to be here early and take her on a bit of a walk before we have the show. Because <laughs> she is a puppy and they sleep a hell of a lot. But holy shit, when they're up, their energy is through the roof, unstoppable. Um Anyway, well, uh, we'll get to we'll get to our our uh, uh, infamous Utah, uh, the Lafferty brothers. Um, they are some crazy mother huggers. That's all I got to say. But I thought we could do some stuff that was a little bit more fun this week. Um, we do talk about um, some news every once in a while. Um, let, I think we should talk about uh, who posted the what Uh-oh. the hell. Holly has. Okay. Um, well, I don't know what we said before I started back in, and I'm too lazy to go edit. So the dog. Yeah, sorry, that was a puppy puppy malfunction. Yeah, the dog. She was does... trying to eat the power cord. Holly was trying to move the power cord. Something got unplugged, and all hell broke loose. Yeah, and suddenly Bree's talking into her mic now, so she's sorry. like way louder than she was earlier. Well, I've been babysitting the dog, and now she has peanut butter. Yeah, and that's all I can smell now is peanut butter. I hope you guys aren't <laughs> allergic to peanuts. <laughs> if I stop, if I stop breathing, please just what. We'll we'll just just keep going. Are you, are you okay. allergic to peanuts? No. Okay. We'll just keep going. But but it seems <laughs> to be some working. love, birthday share, sister. <laughs> That's about right, though. That Fre- sounds about the fresh right. peanut. Once butter. you stole his birthday, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Re- well, revenge was his. <laughs> revenge was his. He put peanuts in her pillow for the rest of the So the peanut butter seems to be working. We'll see how long that lasts. The fresh peanut butter in the Kong has totally diverted her attention. I want you to pick it up and put it back on the bed. She can't get to the opening where the peanut butter is. Okay, it's okay. done. You can talk in the mic because I'm going to have to stop talking mid-sentence anyway to do what you're asking. <laughs> so, it would be really weird if I was just talking and then all Sorry, of a sudden... Sorry, podcast listeners silent. for our maybe on the air. Hey, I gave stuff. a warning at the beginning of the show that this was going to happen. That you is expect true. Expect this for a couple more weeks. We'll, we'll try and do, do walks beforehand, but... Yeah, it's going to be a challenge for a couple more weeks, probably. Anyway, um, I think we're, we're going to do some fun stuff, like I said, uh, this week. Uh, we'll do some lighthearted stuff. Um, we're going to talk about uh, rejected Utah, personalized Utah license plates. So, Bree and I have personalized license plates. I don't think a lot of people notice that we do, though. Um, and they're they're personalized, but they're kind of... Um, they're kind of personalized in a, in a sly way. So, um, there are season ticket seats for Real Salt Lake that we've had for some time. On Real plates. Uh, on Real Salt Lake plates. And so that was pretty easy to get approved. But if you get personalized license plate, you have to submit an application, uh, and it actually goes through an approval process. And there are some personalized plates that, um, get, uh, get denied. On the regular. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff. So references to drugs and guns uh, don't get... Uh, like AK-47? Yeah. So you don't... 
Um, you, you don't really get uh, those plates, so... You can't have liquor references? That's stupid. Red wine, brewskis, like, Yeah, MP, MP5K4U is another gun. Uh, El Chapo, someone requested El Chapo. For the, uh, the Chuck <laughs> Cartel. <laughs> um, crank, speed, weeds, ecstasy, things like that. What if I really like the weeds in my garden? Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're not going to give you the plate. Um, uh, plates incorporating the number 69 don't, uh, generally get passed. Are these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> There's one that got denied are, that was snoot. These are all legit requests. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, any kind of, uh, offensive or inve- uh, ambiguous kind of coded plate. Uh, like Yazidi, which is some Iraqi, um, ISIS, ISIS group. group. Uh, they rejected do do, um, which you know, um, do you know, the because it's do, advertising. Do. Um, yeah, so interesting stuff that. Um, let's see. Okay, so vanity. There's sixty eight thousand. Wait, uh, it says they approved a plate that says WWG1WGA. The call, call sign for, for the pro Trump right wing QAnon conspiracy theory. Yeah, and sometimes they approve plates and then pull them back. Yeah, that because they don't realize what they are. They're like, oh, yeah, this looks fine. So this year alone, 13,384 motorists have applied for um, uh, personalized plates. Personalized plates don't actually cost all that much more. Like, they were, I mean, with the RSL plates, because the other thing is all, all the different plate types we have, if it's not one of the standard, like the Ski Utah or the Arches plate, um, it actually costs to get the, the different plate And those design. are usually for causes. They always are for causes. It's not usually. They always have to have a charity associated to them. So like the RSL one is the RSL Foundation charity. Uh, a big chunk of that plate fee goes to actually support. Uh, and I, I talked about this when we talked about Mike Pecky at length. It supports this referee training program that RSL uh, does in the region for at-risk youth. Um, so they all have stuff like that. So, but I think all said and done, it was 80 bucks for us to personalize each of our plates. So that's to get a personal plate, pay for the new registration and pay for the actual plate. It was like 80 bucks. And if you register your car new, it's like 45 bucks just for the plate for a brand new plate or something like that. So really not that, not that expensive. Someone tried to get ass man. Well, there was a <laughs> it's guy pronounced in... Altman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you should have put O S S M A N. Um, so uh, just these plates are just—they're awesome. So, but the DMV has a group uh, that that actually goes through all of them and decides, you know, what they are going to approve. So there's some really good examples on the back of stuff that that uh, they've uh, rejected. Bichita. I think that's my favorite. Girl and Mulva. girl. Uh, girl and girl is one of my favorites. So they had uh, an LDS uh, business college plate that they tried to personalize with Virgin. Because <laughs> it says LDS really big and then Virgin. That's uh, mm-hmm. Tiny Turds is one of my favorite. T-N-Y-T-R-D-S. <laughs> Badonkey. <laughs> K.K. Kaden. How about O-M-T- O-M-W-T-F-Y-B? On my way to fuck your boy. That's what that stands for. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know. Got balls. Get you some. Three fingers. <laughs> girl and girl. Get you some. The donkey. 
I like that one. <laughs> I like the are these ones that got out? I feel like no, the these are all like rejected. The donkey's okay, these were all right? rejected. And it tells you what, what dates they were rejected and for what. Um, That's funny. So I don't think that is Badonkey vulgar? Vulgar, derogatory, <sighs> profane, and obscene. Yeah, so, so it does it mean something more than just your butt? Uh and no, but it's a, just a slang term for your for a butt, so um oh I don't hell. understand this this uh is it the Jew? Jew? One, the Jew one, ethnic heritage, I, race, and but religious. I don't understand what it was. Is it just another way to say Jew? I, kind of, yeah. Yes. Why is tiny turds maybe it was bad? A, that's funny. If you've got a van full of kids, that'd be that's hilarious. exactly what they are. Yeah, tiny turds. Get you some. Get you some. Anyway, these are, they, I thought it was funny. Bichita. Um, that's my of, new nickname. Bichita. Hola, my name is Bichita. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so that's that's Hispanic, is what you're saying? It's a Latin name. <laughs> Little so you bitch. Can, you can't discriminate. <laughs> that's right. Bichita banana. Ay, ay, ay. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. I'm never welcome back. <laughs> that's a lie. We've asked Holly back a lot of times. A lot she of times. She was actually going to fill in for me the other day, and then I managed to make it work. It's true. If I just keep moving the Kong around, she keeps going after it. So uh, so now we're going to get into our infamous Utah segment, and then we might do some more fun stuff at the end. We'll see how long this takes uh, since the dog has been unruly today. Um, so this this week, this month, uh, our infamous Utahns are yet again, there's two of them. Uh, I don't think you can talk about one without talking about the other because of the crimes they committed. Uh, but it is the Lafferty brothers. Um, they are still alive. Uh, one will continue for a little for while, mm-hmm. however long, and the other one is on death row. Uh, and he was just in the news. Uh, so Ron Lafferty was just in the news uh, because his appeal, his latest appeal to the Tenth Circuit, I think, mm-hmm. uh, was rejected. Um, and so he only has a few other potential appeals left. So we can go to the U.S. Supreme Court, I think, now uh, because he's been through the Tenth Circuit, and I think that's the next step is the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, there might be one more appellate court below that. I'm not sure. So he can ask the judges to reconsider or ask the entire circuit court to hear his appeal. He can also seek a petition with the U.S. Supreme Court. And that's about where it ends. So he's he's trying to argue his mental state. So th- so the prison reports that Mr. Well, Lapperty... Let's take a step I'll back and back. talk. Okay. Let, let's okay. go back now and talk about go the back. crimes, and we can kind of talk about that whole. Process. You just Quentin Tarantino the whole thing. Sorry. So, <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's a, and you're usually our origin history, you know. It's okay. So, so Ron and and uh, Dan. Dan. Dan Dan Lafferty. They're they're um, they grew up what, eleven kids in that family. I think six boys, no. two girls. Oh, eight eight kids with a, a very abusive and aggressive and angry father. Yeah, like their dad beat their dog to death with a bat. Yeah, there, there's a story of, of one of them being shot with an arrow and he making him wait a full day before going to the... It was the Sabbath. Yep. Because it was the Sabbath. Because he, so got, cause he was fucking around on the Sabbath. He, had, he needed to suffer because it was the Sabbath. Uh, and this was his dad, right? This wasn't this was Ron his dad. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and he, he also taught them a distrust for the government. And for religion. Organized religion, right? Yes. Yep. So, look, to be fair, these two grew up in a pretty fucked up situation. Uh, no one really deserves to grow up like that. Uh, uh, an abusive father, uh, a huge-ass family. And they turned out really fucking weird, like all of them. So it says all that of them. As, as they grew up, for, they gave an example. Dan didn't believe in buying baby food, so he oh, yeah. chewed food into a mush, 
then put it into the mouths of his children. Yeah, baby bird style fucking throwing up in your kid's mouth. It's gross. Mm. Um, so I'm sure that held a lot of nutritional value too. Said he also later refused to pay taxes or obey traffic laws, believing he was above the laws of man. Yeah, so basically kind of what starts to happen and the, these guys are He thought he was Joseph Smith. Th- this is the 80s. Um and these guys have grown up in this really sadistic fucked up environment. Um at one point was it Ron that tried to marry his stepdaughter? Yes. Dan did. Dan, 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 Dan his 14-year-old stepdaughter from his second wife. And and so of course his wife catches wind uh and then his sister-in-law Helps uh, along with a bishop and a relief society society president. Yeah, yeah. helps Um, her get out of the marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, Leave him uh, because that's really fucked up. The church doesn't believe in polygamy in the eighties, contrary to popular belief. The LDS Church has not believed in polygamy for a while, Um, like at least sixty years. I don't know when they changed. It's not like we're talking when about Utah a 2000 year old church. 1893. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They, they so they about 100 years. They had to change in order to become a state. So we're talking 100. Okay. They had yeah. to change their official stance to become a state, but right. they were still acting polygamists and practicing polygamists that, for a little while. Probably the early 1900s. Yeah. Maybe like the 30s before the Depression and everyone was like, I can't afford more than one wife. What <laughs> the hell? That's true. No, I mean, I don't really know, but. Um, yeah, sounds good. So there are still fundamentalist LDS people around the state. They, they make, make all those cheese. the SLDS. They make yeah. a lot of cheese. Uh, they wear the same dresses. Um, so daughters and mothers look with alike. high bangs because it makes you closer uh, yeah. to God. They're still stuck the in the eighties. The bigger the hair, the closer to God. Yeah, that is. <laughs> when are they going to bring Fargo back? They need to do another season of Fargo. Oh, don't you know? That's that show so it good. It's a good show. <laughs> I was really worried because the movie. When I was a kid, I thought it was the dumbest fucking movie ever made. And now as an adult and I watch that movie and I'm like, it's Give just, a new appreciation. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's such a well done movie. Uh, and the show, I, I was really worried and they just nailed it. So anyway, um, enough with Holly's um, stupid Northern American <laughs> accent. You're welcome. It's a great accent, but it's, <laughs> Thank a, you. it's this is very stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're stupid. They just kind of sound stupid. They're half Canadian is the problem. They don't go full Canadian. <laughs> Uh, they never you don't, you ever, never, go, go full don't Canadian. ever go full Canadian. Bullshit! I would love to go full Canadian. <laughs> I would absolutely go full Canadian in a heartbeat. I don't want to go that far north. It's cold. You just it go on the cold. just go on the coast. It's a little bit warmer. Uh, it wasn't that much warmer. <laughs> we were there. We were there in the summer. Okay. okay so. Uh, so anyway, so all of this kind of adds up. Um, this divorce happens. These guys, um, Ron in particular, um, he's really gone off the deep end um so i hesitate to call him crazy though honestly okay look the guy thinks that he's talking to god now i will say that most people will say well he's fucking insane but if you're lds you believe someone does that now right, right? Like, absolutely I'll, I'll speak for holly because she's no, lds i'll <laughs> speak for holly <laughs> She's right here. Thank you. She's LDS. right here. Well, Thank she's you. you're the only one in the room that's practicing LDS. It's kind of nice to have you on because you can talk about this. Because um, Jess is not practicing LDS, so. Um, but but essentially, you believe that the president of the church is a prophet, right? Correct. That that has revelations, but that's essentially speaking to God in some manner, right? Exactly. Exactly. And so, Ron decided to open, well, to start his own little group, and he called it the School of the Prophets. Yeah. which is something that Joseph Smith did back 
when they were still in Nauvoo. Because he was still very much like, no, we should have multiple wives. I believe how Joseph Smith taught. Mm -hmm. These new guys are giving bullshit revelations. So I'm the prophet. Much like Warren Jeffs believes, exactly. or at least makes his followers believe. So very cult. Who is just as twisted. Very cult-like behavior, and most sane people would say, you're fucking crazy for thinking you can talk to God. Those same people, even in the LDS church, they forget that, um, you know, Joseph Smith did that too with the plates and stuff. Exactly. So it's it's weird to me how people, like, I, I just think they're all crazy, personally. But I know that other people will say, yeah, he's crazy. He's not talking to God. But how is he the crazy one in, anyway? Well, the interesting thing now is now he's, he himself is trying to prove, but I am crazy. Yeah. You can't execute me because I am crazy. Well, so there's there's a lot to that. So So he has this revelation, and he writes down... What essentially today we would probably call a manifesto in a sense. But he considered it scripture that would have been published at a later date. Yeah, basically he writes down on more or less a yellow legal pad instructions on pe- people that he has to get rid of. He has to kill, essentially. Mm-hmm. And he, he writes down instructions on how to do it. And he and his brother Dan, now the people are his sister-in-law um, and the state ironically, president. Ironically, it's all the people that he thinks screwed him over. Yeah, and it, Basically, yeah. Uh, Ironically, it's the three people that got helped the divorce happen. <laughs> so this is so this is what it, this is what he wrote. Uh, it, it and this is supposedly from God. It is my will and commandment that you remove the following individuals in order that my work might go forward, for they have truly become obstacles in my path, and I will not allow my work to be stopped. First, thy brother's wife Brenda and her baby. Hey. Then Chloe Lowe and then Richard Stowe, and it is my will that they be removed in rapid succession. So pretty fucked up, right? That's, yeah. His brother Dan believes that, yep, he's right. And this is their younger brother's wife and baby. What does their younger baby. brother think of this this whole he's, time? He's, he's going, he's, he goes along with it until after it actually happens. Yeah, he's kind of like, yes, yeah, okay. And then he's like, oh, wait, you just killed my wife and my child. What the fuck? I'm wondering if he just didn't really think they would do it. I don't know. Who knows? This whole family is really just messed up. So basically... On July 24th, on Pioneer Day uh, in 1984. They should have just gone for pie and beer and none of this would have happened. Amen. Were, pie, and beer, Amen. pie and beer day is a relative Saves new lives. thing. It's a new thing, though, Jeremy. I know. Yeah, I don't think it existed it then. It didn't exist it did in not. the 80s. because Not they, 35 years ago. They weren't inventive enough. Like, they had Back to the Future in 84, I think. No, that was 85. That was, like, 85. That was 85. So th- this was even before. So they, this, this was pre-time travel. <laughs> this was this was like Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. And Platoon wasn't Platoon in like eighty two or something? Something, like, something that. like that. God, that movie's terrible. Don't watch that movie ever. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so they go to his brother's house and kill the sister in law. They choke well, her. Talk, yeah, talk about how because yeah, that's so. This is what's funny. It wasn't Ron that killed everyone, right? Like Ron participated, but. He- planned it right yeah he wrote out the instructions and they followed them almost to a t so they choked her out with a power cord basically right uh strangled her and then Mm -hmm. slit her throat well and he said his the quote i did i held brenda's hair and did it pretty much the way they did in the The, scriptures this is dan saying that yeah not Mm -hmm. ron so this is dan now mind you dan is not on death row so let's let's keep that in mind as we talk about this. He just has two consecutive life, life sentences. sentences. He's been in jail since, but he is not on death row. He is not to be executed. Then he says, I walked into Erica's room. This is the baby. 
I, I talked to her for a minute and I said, I'm not sure why I'm supposed to do this, but I guess God wants you home. And then he slit the baby's throat. This is like a 15 month old baby. 15 month old baby. Uh, and then they're then going to proceed to, I don't remember which person's house. The um, Relief Society president was supposed to be next, I think. No, it was the stake president was supposed to be next. And then the Relief Society president. And the president. stake president was not home. And then. No, he was home, but they missed the turn to his house. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then the last one, they ended up just going all the way to Wendover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to a buffet. So what they're the in hell? the buffet. And that's when they get arrested uh-huh. in the Wendover buffet, which is really fucking weird how they get traced to win. Like, it's almost like when I read the kind of events, it's almost like they didn't even clean themselves up and they just went to eat all covered in blood and Wendover. Like, I know that's probably not exactly. But when I read it, that was kind of the imagery. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of yeah. what I got out like of it. You too. Do, like you do. But they both they both admitted to doing it. Um, there was the handwritten, like, confession or not, the dude wrote about it beforehand. So they, they go to stand trial. Uh, they are their own attorneys because that's a smart thing to do, but they that don't always, trust. always works. Let they me don't. tell you something. I've had to go to court a few times for, for work as a, as a, uh, a witness. Mm-hmm. And each time it, the person has represented of themselves. Oh, please. Okay. Friends, listen. Okay. Here's some advice from your friend Holly. From from your friend Holly, let me just tell you this: please, please do not represent yourself. Please get some legal help and some advice because it will not work in your favor. Even if it's a misdemeanor offense, if it's a, a simple, if it's not a simple ticket that you just pay a fine for, fine for, if you have to go to court, get an attorney. It is well worth it because even if you don't really lessen the fine, the change in what you can get to happen with an attorney doesn't take much, doesn't take a lot of money. An attorney talks to a prosecutor and says, let's plead this down. And now you take what could be a a specific type of misdemeanor to a lower type of misdemeanor that doesn't show up on your fucking record when Mm -hmm. you apply for a job. You can take a felony and reduce it to a misdemeanor simply by engaging an attorney doesn't doesn't cost you a ton. It's a huge difference. And if you're in a civil suit, holy shit, get an attorney. Like the amount of time and money and heartache and and life altering shit that can happen as a result of of having an attorney is 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 very important. Also, don't threaten the police officers that are in the courtroom, um, especially if you're being charged for. Assault? Be- assault of assault. an officer. Not gonna go over so well. I'm just throwing that one out there. You can keep that one for free. People's, people's stupidity never, never ceases I to amaze me. It, it, it's mind boggling. Now, in, in these guys' defense, if you can say that, they're fucking crazy. They don't trust the government. They they're, don't trust anybody. They're, they're tinfoil hat crazy. They think they're talking to God. They're writing scripture, quote unquote. Uh, so I'm not surprised that they don't want an attorney. Um, but they, they decide to serve as their own attorneys. And then, um, Ron. They actually had, um, people standing by though. Like, so, so here's, here's, they always do when you do that. There's, there's public defenders that are kind of standing by to advise you. Absolutely. Uh, and, and stuff. So, now, and that's what they're paid to do. That's what they're there for. Dan Dan ends up serving a life sentence. Now, Ron is a different story. Ron wrote out the instructions. He wrote out the scripture of how to kill these people. So it becomes a, a capital offense, um, punishable by the death penalty in the state of Utah. And, and in the 1980s, death penalty exists. Uh, he gets tried. 
uh, gets found guilty, um, gets gets sentenced to death. Now, the interesting part about this is during this trial, he tries to kill himself. Yes, at the Utah State Mental uh, Hospital. Uh, yeah, he gets sent to the mental hospital because he's trying to say he's not comp. They're trying to say he's not competent to stand trial. Basically, he tries to kill himself. Um, and the, the, the attempt, uh, to strangle himself leaves him brain damaged, uh, leaves him, um, handicapped in a sense. Uh, cause I believe he tried to hang himself. Yeah. He tried he to hang himself. And they said he'd been hanging for about five minutes. And so now there's brain damage. Um, and they still find him competent to stand trial, uh, and to defend himself. And of course he loses, uh, in that, that condition. And the jury convicts him, sentences him to death. Um, and at that time, you had a choice of how you wanted to be executed. Yeah, and, we, and we've talked about this with the state of Utah before. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's a whole bunch of episodes on death penalty if you want to hear me bitch about it. <laughs> but you get to cho- choose, and he chose firing squad. So uh, he starts appealing um, because that's your right, uh, and actually wins an appeal. And uh, the same court that just denied his appeal last last week i think last week um at the time the 10th circuit said no you because look this guy was was brain damaged he almost died that whole trial's a mistrial you have to retry him mm-hmm. so they go back they do another trial in the mid 90s i want to say like 94 95 i can't remember the exact time frame but they try him again uh, same thing. He tries to prove that he's incompetent. He does not succeed or, or attempt a, a suicide this time. They find him competent to stand a trial. I, still, I, this is competency to stand trial and whether or not you're mentally insane and that definition, that whole thing is all, it's really weird how they have to do it from a legal standpoint. It's a, it's such a gray area. There is no, and it's a really Real hard, black and white. And it's yeah, it's a hard thing to actually prove out. You know, did you know? And the, the legal definition is: Did you know um, the actions that you were doing were right or wrong? Um, that's that's basically what it boils mm-hmm. down to. And whether or not you're competent to stand trial is: Are you capable of being in like a conscious thought and conversation sort of environment? So, um, well, are you able to assist in your own defense? Yeah. And so they find him competent to stand trial. Once again, he's convicted. Sentenced to death still at this point. Now, see, this is what happened. So in the 80s, he gets convicted. Then there was a stay of death penalty. Mm-hmm. Right. So then he gets retried and the death penalty is back on the U.S. books at this point. And he gets to choose again. And at the time, Utah still had firing squad as an option. He chose firing squad again. So he's on death row. He will be killed by firing squad if he runs out of appeals. Um all the while, his brother Dan, who actually did the killing, not on death row. That's because he's he he's the one that claimed. He's like, yeah, I did it. He admitted and it. He's also probably just as fucking crazy. There's Absolutely. zero, zero remorse. He will not get out on parole. Well, he tried to kill Ron when they were first arrested. Yeah. And and he will have no there's doesn't he claim that Ron is evil and he's not yeah. or yeah something yeah like that? yeah and he and he like when you hear him talk about it like he's so nonchalant he's like yeah I would have still done it he's like it just wasn't in the cards to kill those other people like exactly and he feels like that he is Elijah and that the 
walls of the jail will come tumbling down and he will be able to walk, walk free. free. He hasn't, he has not shaved since he was in prison. Like mm-hmm. if you see pictures of that him. That beard is crazy. He's got a beard that is like, is, is, um, held up with all the hair ties and it's down past his waist. I That's would crazy. almost want to say it's majestic, but it's not. It's just gross yeah. at this point. Well, and I mean, he's just a, he's a weird dude. He's a creepy old man now. And apparently super charismatic. As soon as he opens his mouth, he's a soft spoken. Yeah, they say he's like, sounds intelligent, he's well spoken. Isn't that true of all fucking crazy psychotic murders? That's exactly Like it. Ted Bundy? Oh, yeah. Like super charismatic motherfuckers that have this super dark streak about them. Uh, so, but that's I'll, why I did you know, I just sound like an idiot. So you've got Ron who claims no to be, think we're crazy. Yeah. Claims to be a prophet has tried to commit suicide, has mental, has, has mental defects. Now we're still going to put this guy to death for what he did, uh, for, for writing out the instructions that the other guy carried out that his brother carried out really kind of crazy, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but this is a pretty, pretty well-known famous case. Um, it's pretty fucked up man. they killed their sister-in-law and her fifteen and month baby. fifteen month old baby. On I'm sure that baby's coming after him. On some crazy cult like vision. Uh basically completely out of spite. <laughs> like I don't know what what level of insanity in your brain has to turn the spite of you know your brother's wife divorcing him because he tried to marry her fucking underage daughter. Well and did you did you get into that? <laughs> That that side of it is kind of creepy, and I don't necessarily want to get into it too much. But so he's found the the fourteen year old that he wants to marry. He's found his wife before divorce, and f- come, walks in the room and finds him molesting her. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he says it'll never happen again. So he puts a rock in his shoe to remind him not to do it. But it happens again, and he's molesting her, and he wants to have sex with her, and he wants to marry her. So that's when the wife leaves and takes him with it. But if you read farther in the story, she ends up committing suicide. If, a number of years later, her, her husband, and her children. I'm, I'm yeah. sure glad that you have to have a stone in your shoe to, to remember, remember not to sexually assault someone. But it didn't work. Well, I, it's just maybe that's you know I need you to know those feminine wilds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes what you really need to do is listen to explicit sounds in your ears of molesting children while laying next to a small twelve year old girl. Oh yeah, I like that. As long as you get the uh, the parents' approval before. Holy fuck that did, show. It, did you see that, Holly? I did. I We watched it with Chantel and we had to keep pausing it. She's like, did that really just happen? Is that, is that real? Is that, did I just understand that? So anyway, that's... Uh, I don't know. I don't really want to say anything else because I'm just going to go on a tirade about the death penalty personally if I, so if let's, I continue. Let's go back to what I was... I don't know this is ab- necessarily about the death penalty. What I was about to start crazy. with... So now, now, now he's saying after all of that, now he wants to say he's crazy. Yeah. And so he's saying, so this is, this was as of like a month or two ago that he, that he reports to the Utah State Prison that the prison is occupied by spirits, which are conducting surveillance on him for the LDS church, uh, to form. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that they were excommunicated from the LDS church oh, before yeah. all for, this happened. For all, for all sorts of things. Well, that's part of why he wanted to go after the yeah. state president. Yeah, because he was a big part of the one that excommunicated. Was a part of the, yeah. So, so that, that is, as of now, he's saying that the LDS church has posted spirits that are watching him. And the spirits are inhabiting the bodies of the guards and other prisoners. So that's his. You know who figured out how to be not competent to stand trial? 
is Brian David Mitchell and Wanda Barzi. The crazy fucking singing they did for like seven Wanda, years. Nope, Wanda is free. Yeah, yeah, she's free she's now. She's free now. She didn't do the singing, though. It was No, no, it was all him. Brian David Mitchell. Oh, that crazy mofo. That that dude sang every time he'd show up in court, they'd have to cancel court because he was just They finally just disrupted. kicked him out and kept going. Yeah, they just stuck him like behind a video screen, mm-hmm. essentially, to sit in for his case and wouldn't let him in the courtroom. But that was like, like three years that shit went on mm-hmm. before they finally were like, no, you just can't be in the courtroom, but you're competent. Like, crazy stuff. So anyway, I'm just saying, if you want to figure out a way to delay the inevitable, that's one way. Just start fucking singing in the courtroom. Tell you what. So yeah. So the courts, though, said, no way, we don't buy it. Yeah, we don't buy it. That appeal's not valid. I think there's a... I think there are better reasons for appeal for the death penalty in terms of his mental capabilities at this point. But I don't know. Maybe the maybe the, the mental damage, the brain damage that was done from the hanging was not long-term, wasn't permanent. Well, and at that point, it the the killings had already happened, and so it's kind of it's kind of once again dances on that gray line because it happened before then, and even now though they he shows no regret, well, no remorse, one of his anything ar- like one that. One of his arguments too was double jeopardy, which isn't valid because the courts ordered a mistrial, right? And so there was no double conviction, right? Basically, uh, but okay. So to me, this is this is where it draws the line. Yeah, okay. So the killings happen. I'm not saying he's not guilty of killing the people. He admitted to it. He wrote it out. Uh, the question is, what is the point of the death penalty? Is it a point of the death penalty to to deter that action from others in the future, or because that person can no longer be reintegrated into society? And it's just kind of the ultimate punishment. And if if the answer is one, that it's to deter, doesn't work. Clearly. No one is deterred from killing someone else because they might be put to death. I mean, since the beginning of, of time, if you want to get, you know, with Adam and Eve, their sons Cain and Abel. Yeah, it's not a deterrent. It never will be. Th- because the people who kill people are just completely fucked in the head. You have to be to murder someone, to knowingly, in cold blood, murder someone. Mm-hmm. You have to have something wrong with you. So if it's the second reason, do we feel good as a society uh killing someone that's mentally handicapped well it's not even just that but i thought that our justice system was for not to deter crimes but or to deter crimes not to punish the people that committed them so i don't think this is a guy that's ever going to be able to be rehabilitated I don't think his brother will ever be able to be rehabilitated. I think all no. things said and done, he's not going to live a lot longer just because of how old he is. Well, and just how his health has deteriorated, whether whether it's by natural causes or because he well, does go so in front the of the firing thing. squad. If he's got terminal cancer, they don't kill him. No, they let the cancer do their job, yeah. do its work. So, so like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to try and not get into it too much. It's just a question <laughs> I want to put out there in the ethos. Um, if you want to know my thoughts, just listen to basically any episode about the death penalty. They're in our show notes. Just about every month when we do this segment. That is not true. Not all the people that we <laughs> talk about are on the de- are on death row. It's true. Um, just some. Just I mean, look, when you get on death row, you end up usually being pretty fucking infamous. Like you have to do it's some. True. In theory, you have to do some pretty horrific shit to to get on death row. Technically, uh, Ron didn't do anything horrific himself. No, 
And that's that's what really, to me, I know he's the one that planned it, uh, in a sense. Uh, but that's what's really crazy to me is that he did not actually do the action, but he is the one sentenced to death. His brother, who did the action and admitted it, and admitted it, and has no remorse for it, zero, thinks he did the right thing, not on death row. Well, look at uh, Charles Manson. I mean, he never, he did not do any yeah, of the didn't killings touch himself. It was all of his followers, but he was the one. I mean, he's he, the instigator. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. It's just throwing that out there into the ethos. It's just really weird to me that, that some dude can be on death row that never actually laid a finger on. Not to be fair. He did. It was not that he didn't lay a finger on them, but he no. didn't do the actual killing. No, he did not. So maybe if he did, he'd be a different person. Maybe he'd be more like his brother who actually killed him. Maybe. Who's to say? So uh, that was kind of dark and fucked up. Usually is. Um, the Port of Rockwell one wasn't super dark and fucked up. I, I think when you talk about old dead people, they're less. Butch Cassidy was a fun one. Yeah. Ish. Ted Bundy was pretty fucked up, though. Yeah. So uh, if you like these, just. That uh, was a bad one. Yeah. God, dude, that dude. Oh, my God. That is just a whole fucked situation. His whole family is just really, really messed Except up. Except for the one sister that managed to escape. I can love you in the sea. Oh, I threw up in my mouth and it was gross. Jeremy Jeremy has uh, decided to give us... We have a couple more just in case Jeremy's uh, selection sucks. <laughs> Um, I got some trivia. I'm not, look, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out because gonna... he added it to the to the notes after. So Chris, Chris hasn't it. previewed this. Uh, Jeremy's got some some Utah based trivia. I got some Utah trivia to lighten the mood, and we'll see who knows the most. Yeah, I did good on ship trivia. Uh, you might do all right on this stuff. So we'll try a few. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. So, all right, let's just get into this. Utah became the 45th state admitted to the union on what date? January 4th. Uh, 1896. Holly is winning so far. What? Oh, should we keep score? Do we need a buzzer? Hold on. Bree can keep score. I got score. my buzzer. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bree. Bree, Bree keeps score. Okay, you ready? Here we go. What does Utah rank in size in comparison with other states? What? Like, where? Where does Utah rank in size? La like Landmass or population? Yeah. It just says, where does Utah rank in size? I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're seventh in mass. Any other answers? Uh, I'm gonna say ten. I'm gonna say four. We're not four. I guarantee. We're the thirteenth largest. Oh. I was the closest. Okay. I don't know if that. I'm assuming that's that like can't be population. Land mass that's got to be landmass because Alaska is number one. Oh, that's uh, true. Texas, Texas California. California. I know Wyoming is five. Maybe the Wyoming's four. Then Montana. probably Montana. Um. So we're North and South Dakota. Thirteenth. Wow. North and South Dakota. I thought are we were big. bigger than that, but I guess there's some. Cal Colorado's fucking huge too. That yeah, is big. it is big. Like the, these western states are just massive empty land gaps. So okay, Utah is bordered by what U.S. state on the east? Colorado. Yes. And Wyoming. It's actually two states. What is bordered on the northeast? Wyoming. Yes. I grew up there. Come on, Peter. It's true. I have to close my eyes. Do you guys eyes need a map? The map? Do you need a map? Is that no, that's why on? I'm doing this, cause so I can <laughs> yeah, see the I map in my brain. I had to close my eyes and go, 
Okay, what state borders Utah on the north? Idaho. Yes. Yes, you are. Idaho, you die. <laughs> Everybody to hoe. What? No, huh? I'm not a hoe. What? Huh? Why would you say that? <laughs> what state? What state to the south? Nevada. Arizona. No. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona as well. Nevada is to the Nevada is, is also the on the south. What borders us to the west? Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. yeah. I get that one because I said it before I even asked. See, this is <laughs> Nevada also wraps around the bottom. That is that is true. You do have to drive. Yeah. Have you guys but heard? We didn't of... count Wyoming, Colorado. We counted right. like the biggest part of All it. All right, motherfuckers. Have you heard of the Four Corners? Yes. Yes. Guess what Utah's part of. That means in the corner of our state, we're bordered by three yeah, other fucking but states. But only on the edges. Okay. Fuck anyway, <laughs> move along. Okay, Moving roughly, right along as I lose. Roughly, what percent of the state is Mormon? Uh, seventy percent. Forty-nine. Forty-seven. Sixty-two. 62. Oh. I, after I said seventy, I was thinking it was closer to sixty. If I'm being honest. Now, Salt Lake is no longer. No, Salt, Salt Lake, Lake is city. like. Is 80 now, or something. No, no, no. no Salt no, no, Lake no. City is less than 50% LDS. Mm-hmm. Remember we did a story was, about it? I know. I thought it was like 80, or not Mormon, but 80% not Mormon. No, I think it's like no. really hugely different. It just barely broke really? the less mm-hmm. than halfway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What Spaniard explored? Escalante. <laughs> explored Utah in 1540. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. So, so what, Spaniard, what Spaniard explored what is now Utah in 1540? Um, you just buzzed in. What? No, I'm just pressing. Say? I'm just pressing the fuck box. Well, don't. I I I don't know. Coronado, believe it or not. Really? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yep. I didn't know he came that far in. What's the state bird? The California seagull. Fuck you. Give me a point. <laughs> Give me a point. When I'm we not get seeing to, you write that we, point down. When we get to that one, I will give you the point, just as I gave myself Nevada. What's All the right. state gun? Stop. In 1824. What became, who, or sorry, who became the first white man to lay eyes on the Great Salt Lake? 1824. Was that the priest guy? I don't know his name, though. The priest or was guy. was it? No. no. Only Great Salt Lake. Had to be someone going Lewis across. Lewis and Clark. No. That was Pocahontas. <laughs> She's not a white John, guy. John Smith. Um, Jim Bridger. Oh, oh, that makes sense. That makes I sense. I knew that. I've been to Fort Jim Bridger many a times as a kid. Okay, here's one we should all know. Here on the show. California Seagull. This one. May 10th, 1869. What was completed at Promontory Summit? North the Golden Salt Spike, the, the railroad. railroad. Transcontinental Railroad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the country. In the middle of the country. <laughs> in the middle of the country. Here in Utah. <laughs> I just think we're smarter. forget Iowa. Well, I think we're just smarter. We just looked at them and went, this is the middle. And okay. they went, it okay. is. And we went, yep. Let's, no. let's okay. be clear. It's not Utah that was smarter. It was California. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. All right. And it, it, Wait, which, the 18... was the, which was the West Coast Railroad? Because it was Union Pacific, and what was the other one? There were two. I, I don't remember. remember. I can't remember the name of the other railroad. You should look that up. The other one. In, in the 1890 <laughs> Manifesto, what did the Mormon Church do? They uh, outlawed polygamy. Banned polygamy. Correct. Where did we talk about this? That's not even a fair question. Okay. The... You, you just ta- say that because Holly's winning. When Utah again applied for statehood, one of the conditions was the ban on polygamy would be written into what? Sorry, say that again. I didn't listen to you. <laughs> when Utah again applied for statehood, one of the conditions was that 
the ban on polygamy be written into the what? State constitution? Yeah. Our state constitution. So um, the Pacific Railroad was built by the Central Pacific Railroad and the Union Pacific Railroad to link San Francisco Bay to Alameda, California, with the nation's existing Eastern Railroad Network at Council Bluffs, Iowa, Nebraska. Mm. So there you go. How know. big was is Central- Utah in square miles? Oh, fuck square miles. That's uh, a buttload. Maybe <laughs> eight fifty. What? Your... I'm gonna say seven hundred ninety-six thousand. Eighty-four thousand eight hundred ninety-nine. Oh, I was off by. Uh, I was just a few couple. Decimals. I was just just a couple square doing miles. numbers because I have no. Idea. I, I forget. Eighty-five. I was, yeah. I well, so I was I was not. I was doing like roughly 400 miles high by. I'm just thinking of like exit numbers as you get closer oh, yeah. to the top of the state. Oh yeah. By how? Oh, by look how at you wide. being all logical. I'm just like I don't but know. I Here's some numbers. I didn't put the decimal points in the right places for the zeros. Oh yeah, you know that happens. It's all right because I was close, didn't I? Say like 850 ish, and what know. was it? 849 thousand. Yep. See, I was fucking close. Fuck you guys. Okay, so this is a two part. So, so you can. I was get... pretty good for just guessing seven hundred and whatever. I guessed. You're only off by a hundred thousand, but it, it's hey, sort of... wait, was it eighty four thousand? Eighty four thousand. Yeah, she was off by a oh, lot. Oh yeah, she said seven hundred thousand. I did. I did. I was off by a lot. Okay, so this one's worth two points. What is Ooh. the highest point in the state of Kings Utah, Peak. and what oh. is it? Kings Peak. Yes, and it's seventeen thousand something. King's Peak is correct. Any other guesses? On- 22,000? No, we didn't have any that were that high. No. Are we just 16,532. I'm, I'm going to go with 19,000. 13,500. Oh, whoa, we were way I off. I like <laughs> I should get that one. I said 13,592. So you were the closest. What? You did not say that, did you? I really? did. Too. You or said some... 13,592. I'm so glad this is Something... turning into the price is right. Well, okay. So, but no, <laughs> that's funny because we're going over. <laughs> Bree and I were at Snowbird last weekend, um, or last last Thursday, yes. uh, for her work party, and because we were talking again about the the, because we talked a lot about the mountains in Alaska. Because I kept thinking like these are huge, and Chris is like, no, remember you're at sea level, at sea and level. you're when you're in Utah, you're not at sea level, you're actually and in there. So that makes when sense. When we were riding the tram and the the chairlift up to the top of Snowbird. We were we were actually looking up the mountain ranges in Alaska and how big they were. So we were we were close to the Chinooks. I think was the probably the closest range, which are right around the same as and us. They're here. right around the same size as yeah, we were. Yeah, that peak so. Heather and I were was on where we were taking pictures down in the valley. It was like thirty nine hundred feet. Was it? Yeah, that wasn't a very big one. So, but like the Chinooks, when we went up into Haines, when we went to that refuge, yeah. some of the mountains that we were looking at Around there, four. they were no, no, no. no. There, the Chinook mountains were like. Around the size of ours, like ten to fifteen thousand, mm-hmm. uh, for some of the peaks. But when you're looking at that from sea level, that is fucking it, it seems so much different because we're right here on the edge, and you look at them and you think, "Oh yeah, that's really big," and and then but you move another along eight thousand feet from where we're at in the valley, and it's not as massive. But we're like up in the middle of them. Well, yeah. So the Salt Lake Valley is around forty five hundred. Right. Yeah. And so you're, you're like cutting so them off halfway. Yeah. Yeah, and the ones that are really, really tall in Alaska are just more north. We weren't anywhere near that. So anyway, we were looking at mountain ranges, and I'm like, which is the highest peak? And I'm like, it's not Temp. It's like down in, it's it's King's Peak, I think. And so he knew that because we actually looked okay, at Okay, so here's the opposite. Nice. What's the lowest point in the state of Utah? The Great Salt Lake. Provo. 
No. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be down in southern Utah somewhere. It's Ogden then. (laughs) It's got to be in southern Utah somewhere because you drop quite a bit. Isn't it? Are we close? We're kind of close to Death Valley down there, right? Ish. Death Valley's in California though, right? Which is below sea level. So it's it's the Beaver Dam Wash. Okay. Two thousand feet. Yeah, I was gonna say it's 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 not even close to sea level still. So. Okay, we'll do a couple more and then we'll wrap it up. We can save some of these for another time. But what? And this one kind of surprised me. What is the most popular tourist destination within northeastern Utah? Northeastern Temple Temple Square. Popular destination? Northeast Tourist destination. Tor- Park City. Nope. I, well, then I would think maybe like um, the Salt Palace doesn't really count, does it? The Dinosaur National Monument near Vernal. Oh. Really? Yeah, surprised me too. Well, okay. So, okay. no, but is that because it's not accounting the Salt Lake City area? I got to guess that that doesn't mean like Salt the, Lake City. I feel like the Temple Square draws way more. I guarantee you. Or maybe they're not counting right. the LDS people coming in for conference. Being That's a, probably it. Being a guy that grew up in southwestern Wyoming, m- closer to Vernal than fucking Salt Lake is, I'm telling you, they do not have as many people visiting the Dinosaur National Monument as they do fucking going to the temple. Well, that's what. That's why I'm just yeah. said. I'm yeah. thinking that maybe they're, they're not, not counting the faithful as it's not, tourists. It's not the faithful. I don't think they're counting Salt Lake in that. Maybe. Probably not. Because I think Holly's right, too. I think we probably get more tourists to the ski resort than we do to Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do two. We'll do two more. Ready? No. Now you ready? <laughs> <laughs> what, like, is, what? what is Utah's lowest recorded temperature of all time? Negative 30. Negative 27. I'm going to say negative 45. Negative 69. Wow. Oh, Recorded February 1st, 1985. <laughs> that would not be allowed on a license plate. <laughs> Aww, but you could make that argument. It's the lowest recorded temperature. And our last question of the evening. What is the highest recorded temperature? 126. Southern Utah. 132. That's too fucking high. say 118. 118. <gasps> you fucking cheated. No. You're his sister. You're, you're his sister. That she was winning cheating. anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Recorded July 4th, 2007 in St. George. Oh, exactly. So we each got three, babe, and Holly got five. So she was winning even Get without that. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Should we do one more thing? Let's do sure. one, one more of these two. What are we doing? Uh, I want to do pizza places. Pizza. Mm, pizza. And then we'll we'll save this other one for later. So Utah so we talk a lot on this show about um eating local. Uh there's the Eat Local Week basically. Uh it is something that's going on. But we talk a lot about eating local. Um one way you can do that is not by going to fucking Domino's and Pizza Hut and Godfather's. But and I like Domino's che- or, I mean uh Pizza Hut's cheesy bread. Um, sure, but there's also plenty of really good local pizza places in, in, in Utah, and I think um, it is worth talking about uh, each of them a little bit. So Este Pizza, if you've not been to Este Pizza, they have a few different locations, Sugar House, Downtown Park City, really good New York I don't think pizza. I've ever been to Este Pizza. Um, it's really good. Este's good. I don't uh, think I've ever been to most of these places. I don't think I've you been. Don't, look, to be fair... Brie, you really don't like pizza that much. Well, I mean, it's all right. 
So Estee Pizza is really good. Estee Pizza used to have uh, a lot of live music uh, in their Sugar House location. Mm. I don't know if they do a lot of that anymore, but um, great pizza. Uh, they do deliver in a lot of those areas. So, so. is New York style pizza deep dish or nope. is it? thin crust? Thin oh, crust. see, I don't like thin crust. Uh, so, but New York style pizza, like the thin crust is like the big slices with the, the that nice. you fold in half. Not, the uh-huh. cra- not exactly. cracker thin crust. A little bit different. Yeah, I saw. I, I, if I'm going to eat pizza, I want a big thick crust. So I've never been to Summit Inn pizza. So we ha- we did have Summit Inn when we were in Bear Lake. Oh, did you? And it was actually really good. Well, I'm glad that you did because yeah. then you could it was, participate. It was tasty. So there's From Scratch in downtown Salt Lake. I have never been there, but I've never heard even really heard good things about From Scratch. Uh, so they they'd make everything from scratch. Fennel sausage. Even their ketchup, it says, mm. which which is interesting because there's some pizza places in the valley. A lot of them use canned sauce. They don't make their own sauce, which is such a, an important part of pizza, if you ask me. Ooh, I'm, I'm guessing the whiteout must use a white sauce. I might reconsider a pizza with a white sauce. Um, Antica Forma down in uh, Moab and also in Vernal. I've never um, been to Moab. Uh, so it's apparently a like Naples style pizza, uh, which is which is really good if you like the like the real Italian pizza with kind so of. So what's a, Naples style pizza? It's it's a more rustic style crust that's that's uh, not like your typical round crust necessarily. Um, My pizza doesn't. It's need more to be like round. a flatbread almost. Yeah, more like a flatbread. Usually like some olive oil and then. So um, is it more like the pizza that we do on the grill? Yeah, it's more, yeah, more less, similar to that. Probably not red sauce. So like big yep. pieces of mozzarella, yeah. whole tomatoes, olive oil, olive oil. Basil. Yep. Yeah, I don't like whole tomatoes. No, I don't either. But uh, kind of like what we do. So there's the pie hole. Pie oh, hole is actually great. Pie hole is oh so good. I think this is the only place I've so been to. Good. Is the pie hole? I think so. Um, Zion Pizza. Oh no, I've only been to the pie. I was mixing these yeah, up. Yeah, so the pie hole is really good. Um, Zion Pizza, Noodle, and Springdale. I don't go to Springdale for anything. So sorry. Guys, that's down in, in fucking southern Utah. Pizzeria Limon. Sean goes there all the time. Pizzeria Limon is a chain. Mm-hmm. Right? I was going to say. Uh, but it's a chain that started here in Utah. Gotcha. Uh, Pizzeria Limon. Uh, there's some cool stuff the way they do their pizza. So they, when they make the pizza, they have very Italian-centered pizzas, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's not your typical, like, pepperoni. Um, and, and they and have, why does Sean like it? They have a wood fired oven, but they have a, a really cool mechanism in there. So their ovens that they've designed, they have a rotating, it automatically rotates. They have, it's kind of sectioned off into like pie shape and they throw one of the pizzas on there and it rotates around so that the pizza actually gets the perfect cook all huh. the way through. Really kind of a cool little idea so they don't have to have someone in the oven constantly turning mm-hmm. and managing where the pizzas are. They know which pizza's coming up next based on who's in line. Like, really kind of a cool idea. I've been there once and it wasn't that great, but maybe it was just... Oh, I don't think their pizza's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just a cool way. It's, it's just a really kind of a Sean really way. likes their pizza. They go there all the time. They have decent salads and they make gelato uh, as well. They do oh, make gelato. She might, like, she might be going there for the gelato. Uh, Fiore wood-fired pizza is a food truck, and I have heard I've never tried it, but I've heard nothing but great things about. Fiore. Really? Do they have a pizza oven in it? Uh huh. Yeah, they have uh-huh. a pizza oven uh, on the back of it there. Wow. Yeah, one of those smaller portable. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so obviously there's the pie, and if you've never been to the pie, it's an experience. I've been to the pie twice. You gotta go. You yep. went once for my birthday. Like yep. 
And that was one of the times I'm Four counting. Four years ago. And the pun, like that, the yeah. pun, They say just Salt Lake and Ogden. Uh, oh, Salt Lake Valley. Yeah, it was four years ago because it was when you turned 40. It was for your 40th oh, birthday. Because there's a few different pie locations now around the valley. The most famous one is obviously the one just think, across from President Circle at the U the campus. Uh-huh. It's downstairs in a basement. It's really kind of gross I've inside. never been to It's that really one. dark. It's it, fun. The, for college, it's, it's awesome. Oh, and it, yeah. It's the perfect place to eat the pie because pie is loaded with shit. And if you let it cool down it turns into a giant congealed grease ball because they put so much cheese has julia been to the pie yet maya i mean maya twice yes. julia lives up well, in, since she's been there twice but julia so has funny. been to the one up in in uh ogden, ogden. Has yeah she? maya went her very first day that was a cute picture she did of her first day of I know. whatever it was grade 14th grade, 14th grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. so she went on her very first day her new roommates they went down and they went to the pie Cassie took a picture of herself with her like her sorority badge on, and she's like, "The first day of the last, the first day of my last year, or something, something like that." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so old." Uh, Devanza's in Park City. I've never been there. Have you guys? It's been there? delicious. Yeah, it's absolutely delicious. I don't make my way up to Park City very often. For, I don't for much. I don't either. But the few times that we've been up there for things, it's. It is really, really good. What about Cetabello? Have you ever been there? Never been there. Uh, and what about Centro Wood-Fired Pizza in Cedar City? That's not your client. No, and I've never heard of them. Me either. Now, I will tell you, there is a, a, a pizza cart in Cedar City. They started out literally with like this wood-fired oven like trailer that was just a wood-fired oven that they would take around to events, turn it into a brick-and-mortar, and they make fantastic pizza down there. And now uh, they have gelato there, too. And they do they do special college discounts for SUU students with their student IDs. Um, and they wear cute specials. hats. Their uniform uh, is a cute hat. Oh, Yeah. The hat to keep the hair out of the Yeah, pizza. but it's cute. It's not like this stupid. It's cute. Um, other good pizza places that you guys like? So there's the brick oven, which a lot of people think of. Uh, which brick is, oven is, is pretty good. It's not good. That pizza's gross. Granted, they, I haven't been there and in it's like 20 a bu- years. And it's a buffet. You're remembering things way more fondly than they are. What about that one that we go to when we're at the con? What? The Italian place that also has pizza. Oh, Stone Ground? Yeah. Yeah, but their, their pizza is not the place. That's not the place I want to go for pizza. They make mm-hmm. the ma- most amazing pasta at Stone they Ground. Do. Yeah, they the, do. The place that was a chain and it closed forever ago, but everything was not, like nights and it looked like a castle on the inside. Round table. Oh, oh yeah. round table yeah. pizza. Um, so actually another really good like small pizza place is Malawi's uh, down in the <gasps> river bottom in Provo. That's so good. Their, their pizza is really good. Mm. And they make fresh uh, like pasta and it's a quick service restaurant. Uh, and some really good salads, but their pizza is fantastic. Uh, Jeff and I ate there when we went down there with that client. It was delicious. Yeah, that, that place is pretty good. And there's a Dole. Uh, yeah, Dole Whip. Dole Whip store right across oh. the way from it. Yeah, which is if you are a Disneyland person, you like Dole Whip, which is that place. That stuff's good. Yeah, so you could get your pizza at Malawi's and then go. It's like just across the plaza, like you can see it while you're eating your pizza, and and then go get some Dole Whip. All right, look, I'm not going to be one to advertise Big Daddy's, but I love Big Daddy's pizza. It is probably of like the bigger like chain style, which it is a Utah place. It used to be five buck pizza for those of you that are old enough to remember five bucks. Right, (laughs) Jeremy goes, oh, now I get it because I'm old. It's it's Big Daddy's now. Uh, They deliver 24 hours uh, around the valley, Uh, so most of them are open all night. So when you're drunk at 4 a.m. and you're like, I could go for a pizza, man. <laughs> you can either go to Walmart and get a frozen pizza or you can call. And then perhaps set your house on fire. Exactly. 
I mean, when I was in college, we used to go steal it out of the communal fridges in the basement. <laughs> when Sean just tries to make egg McMuffins and then like starts them on fire and oh, then, the kitchen, uh, then she won't she eat won't them anymore. She won't eat them anymore because she set the eggs on fire. I don't know how you do that, by the way. But uh, she get her one of those machines that make it. No, no, well, we, we got her the little like microwavey one where you just break the egg and the thing and it makes the little. She somehow disc. started a mess or a fire or something. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so those I'm are all great I think she probably put like the, a fork or something. In I like the big. I like Big Daddy sauce. I There's think a the puppy woke up. Th- yeah, he she did wake back up. Uh, there there is a place um up on thirty. Third, you know what the Sylvester's is on like thirty, I think it's thirty third and like twenty thirty east or Big whatever. Big Apple, Big Apple Pizza. Mm-hmm. So that's like real. Like we talk about some of these places that do New York style pizza. They do true New York style it, pizza with the re- New York style. Pizza I had a friend ovens. that worked there for a long time, and oh, it was always great when he was working because yeah. we could go in and get and they some do, pizza. They do really good lunch specials. They do it by the slice. Uh, they also do full pizzas, but they do it by the slice at lunch, which is very New York style pizzeria. Uh, I think. That's going to do it. Um, so thank thank you, Holly, for uh, guest hosting for us. Stop eating my shoe, dog. The dog is back awake now. He's, she I'm, I'm really for... glad that you said dog because for a minute I thought you were going to tell Holly to stop eating your shoe. So thank you very much, Holly, for joining us. Thank it's you for letting me come back. Shoes. Yes, you are, you are welcome. I will try again <laughs> to not do that. Um, and and uh, hopefully Jess makes it back uh, sometime in the next week. Um, I feel really bad for her now, um, to be honest. That kind of sucks being stuck out there. Um, don't forget um, City Weekly Best of Voting is right now. Um, and we haven't really done this in the past, but I'm, I'm going to do it this year. I'm curious how far we can go. Last year we were an editor's pick uh, for the Best Best of podcast. Um, I would encourage you all to go vote for us for uh, Best of. Um, in City and you Weekly. don't have to be here in the state because you can vote online. That's true. You can vote online. Uh, I encourage, it's all write-in, so you actually have to think about it. Uh, vote for us for best podcast um, if, if you like what you hear. Um, if you don't like what you hear, you vote, should for still us. vote for us. Vote for us for best podcast you don't really want to listen to. Um, that would be <laughs> either good. way, we're, we're looking for yeah. something. Yeah, I, I'd be, be good with either. <laughs> Honorable mention. And vote for other stuff. So if you like a, a particular restaurant, if you like a particular Beer or spirit or radio station. Cheese. Yeah, a cheese. People, try and do local. Please don't say the Olive Garden for Italian by restaurant. The, by the way, <sighs> City Weekly will probably not publish that. No. Um, they do a lot of good. This, this we talk we talked about it with Enrique this this year. That uh, that that issue is such a big deal. They work on it a, a huge chunk of the year. So after the voting's done, they then go write stories. On yeah, they investigate. Just don't vote for Lakai. Don't <laughs> vote for Lakai. It's a fucking sham. The place doesn't actually <laughs> exist, guys. If you want the best fine dining establishment, you know what they did is they hired a bunch of Asian kids. Yeah, like in some sweatshop. <gasps> no, in, they hired the Russians. The Russians. The they're, Russians they're with their sweatpants uh-huh. to ride in with their sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. Hello, hire this is Peggy. <laughs> Maybe we should hire some Russians in sweatpants to vote for to us. Vote for us, just um, thousands of them. But seriously, <laughs> vote, vote for, vote for stuff. Um, it's it's really cool. Um, it's a great thing that they do, and it's it's really a good way to to go find new stuff in the state of Utah that you are not familiar with. Um, if you like what you heard, if you don't like what you heard, I don't give a shit. Just share. There's a button for retweeting. There's a button for uh, sharing on on Facebook. 
Um, feel free to like our stuff, but honestly, I don't care if you like our stuff. Just share it and retweet it. That helps us way more than liking. If you have something that you want us to, to tweet uh, or retweet, uh, our, our handle on Twitter and Instagram is at TNU Podcast, and we're the New Utah Podcast on Facebook. And then our website, thenewutah.com. Jeremy's going to write a great uh, <laughs> review of this episode. I saw him take zero notes, uh, so that ought to be fun. Um, it's going to be amazing. Uh, uh, Jess is probably going to end up doing it, by the way, when she hears this, because Jeremy won't get to it. Um, hey, I wrote one, and it wasn't too bad. Jer- you Jeremy can do it. wrote one. I wrote one. And Jess had to fix a lot of it. A lot you, of it. That's okay. I, I, honestly, I think Nobody it's, fixed it's probably the right thing to do, Jeremy, is for you to, to write one. Let her fix the whole thing. Well, <laughs> well, no, to write it properly, Because she Jeremy. wasn't here to take notes. Why don't you write it, and I'll edit it, and then it can oh, be a, a good joint idea. work between the two of us lazy <laughs> asses that never do anything. I'm just, you uh-oh. do more than I do, but... Or I'll edit it for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could have our guest write it. Um, but <laughs> aside from no, 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 Jeremy guest. writes it. I fix it. That's how we work. <laughs> so aside from aside oh, from God, spelling alone, is <laughs> so bad. He's an architect, <laughs> not an English major, but he's published a couple of books. Let's be clear. Well, yeah, with some help. he's an award-winning author as well. Uh, he's a he's an architectural slam poet. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of competition in that category. It doesn't matter. There architectural are slam poetry. There are true. awards two with of, his names two on of it. My books have won awards for architectural slam poetry. Exactly. <laughs> oh, first of his kind. <laughs> <laughs> Number one bestseller in a category that didn't exist. <laughs> I wrote it in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how City Weekly Best of works. That's how the voting works. Write it in. That's right. Um, <laughs> it could be you and James. You guys could switch off. Seriously, though, there's lots it could of. could be runner up. <laughs> Lots of one things uh, on on uh, the website. Um, if you need something to do in Utah, there's probably not a better place to go than our website. Uh, it is not just blog posts recapping our episodes. Um, that's one thing that a lot of podcasts do that I think is stupid. Um, listen, it's a fucking auto audio uh, audio medium. Like listen to it, and then there's other stuff that we we go in depth. Uh, we link everything that we talk about, uh, or most of the things we talk about. Um, so it's really worth your time. And um, that's it. Uh, just go vote on City Weekly, please, and share our shit. <laughs>